here we are again. You will never believe it, but this is the 10th episode of the Short Staff Podcast as we come and bring the last episode of Ecclesiology. Uh, what all we believe about the church has been a good time together. And look in, this, uh, in our time together about how the church is missional. Um, After a little bit of a delay, we're... we're We've had a we, few weeks. We've had Where a delay. We we've dealt with the COVID. We've been in we've, jail. We've quarantine been quarantine jail. jail um, but we've made yeah, it how through. How did that happen? How did uh, TJ and I end up in quarantine jail? We were clean. Well, I feel like one well, of y'all. We hung out with the unclean. I feel like yeah. one of y'all had it and didn't know it and gave it to me. I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. Probably what happened. And then <laughs> y'all didn't get we're tested. We're talking science here. Okay. <laughs> That's way over my head. COVID science is COVID. not an exact science. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're pretty sure you were the one that gave it to us. Yeah. Y'all didn't get it. Praise no, the Lord. You we exposed did, us. Yeah. Huh? You exposed yeah. us. I expose a lot of people, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Praise yeah. the Lord. We're, uh, we're healthy and, and others been, are uh, healthy as well. Three weeks? Three weeks now. Three weeks since we said it this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I put on my COVID-19, actually. But, uh, yeah. Sitting at home eating food I couldn't taste, but yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> We've digressed early on in this last episode, but <clears throat> I want to talk about the mission of the church and just work through some definitions and, um, you know, what is, uh, what is the biblical warrant for missions according to the scriptures there, Pastor Tony? Well, when you think about the mission of the church, um, Without question, uh, the Great Commission passage uh, reminds us of what our, our orders are as a church, what God has called us to be engaged in. And uh, it's, it's not just the Matthew passage, which we, we know outlines for us the Great Commission. I'll, I'll share it here. But in, at the end of every one of the Gospels, you have a commissioning, a sending mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have a, uh, a mandate given to the church that they're to be witnesses, that they're to be bold witnesses, uh, even uh, strategically uh, giving them direction that they were to begin in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. And so uh, at the close of every one of the Gospels, and so when you think about the mission of the church, the mission of the church is just intertwined with the ministry and the work of Christ. You know, the, the church is the extension now of Christ carrying out um, the work that he came to do. And um, when, you, when you think about the commission uh, that he gave, uh, especially the Matthew passage, it says, um, well, the eleven uh, proceeded to Galilee to a mountain which uh, Jesus had designated. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came to them and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Here's the Great Commission. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And, lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. And, um, and so you can't think about the mission of the church without thinking about the gospel, without thinking about um, uh, evangelism, uh, making disciples. Um, all of this is what the church is to be engaged in. 
it's, um, I think it's frustrating today uh, that the church has seemingly lost its identity, first of all, what a church is. Yeah. And when you lose that, then we also lose the sight of what we're supposed to be about. Purpose. Yeah, because our identity and our purpose are so intertwined. And so you got the, the, um, the modern American church that sees their role as, um, as a lot of different things, mm-hmm. not necessarily evil or bad things, but not the main thing, not what God called us to be about. Right. And so I, I found a quote here from Philip Ryken, and he talks about from the Great Commission, our task as the gathered body of Christ is to make disciples by bearing witness to Jesus, the Son, in the power of the Holy Spirit to the glory of God the Father. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that, that Riken, you know, involves the, the mission of the church and makes it Trinitarian that we're bearing witness of the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of the Son of God. But we don't do it in our own energy. We do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we don't do it for the glory of the church. We do it for the glory of the Father. Mm -hmm. And so I I thought that really uh, helped us to see that, you know, the church, again, uh, the the main thing is, Alistair Begg says, the main things are the plain things, and the plain things are the main things. We lose sight sometimes of the one thing we're to be engaged in. That's making disciples. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then teaching them and, and baptizing them. And um, so I think that's the, the main task and the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the one thing you said is um, that we have lost sight of is God's glory. That's why we exist. Mm-hmm. That's why he made man was yeah. to glorify himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, you know that, that brings the question, you know, why do missions? What, what is missions for? And... <laughs> Um, it is for the glory of God. We exist for his glory. And what, what glorifies him the most? Well, it's, um, it's, the, it's the rescuing and the saving of sinners um, that glorifies the name of the Son, it glorifies mm-hmm. the name of Jesus, um, and then that we would be, we would be brought into this uh, uh, activity of, of the good news going forth and him rescuing sinners. Um, from sin and mm-hmm. and from his wrath that is coming, and so um, you know, missions then is not the is not the main thing. The glory of God is the main thing, mm. and what was lost in the garden by the gospel of what you sh- what you have stated is is uh, it it rescues man from its great his greatest need, which is to be reconciled with God, and then we can glorify God because we're given a new heart, uh, we're given a new life in Christ. And we can we can glorify them him then with our lives. And so, yeah. missions is not the the main thing. The main thing is is that we would worship him, mm-hmm. that we would glorify him with our lives. And so, um, are you John Tomberlin or are you John Piper? Well, that was a that. <laughs> that's a great that's a great book that you like yeah. and you quote often. But you know, uh, worship as he would say is it's not it's not the main thing. It's not the ultimate thing. Right. Uh, missions exist because worship right. doesn't, and that's what was lost in the garden. We, we because in eternity, missions won't be no more, but worship yeah. will. It worship yeah, is no the ultimate thing. thing. And we know this is this is the heart. God is after His name being glorified. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, main passage of that is Isaiah forty-eight nine to eleven. For my name's sake, I defer my anger. Mm-hmm. 
For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory I will not give to another. Um, you think of the Psalms, Psalm 117, um, almost the dead center of the scriptures here. Praise the Lord, all nations. What does God want from the nations? He's saving a people, his desire is to save a people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. For what? What is the purpose? Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. He wants praise. He, he is worthy of all of our worship and our praise. And so missions exist for the proclamation of the glory of God and the joy of all peoples. This is where our joy will be found. And so that is through uh, the preaching of the gospel, through making disciples. That's the hard work then of not just sharing the good news, but then in different contexts is staying and doing the hard work of, mm -hmm. of raising up disciples. And so uh, the glory of his name is what is most important. And so that affects our lives now as believers in the way that we live. God's glory shapes us in the way that we live uh, missionally. Yep. And that brings us to the uh, third definition uh, is missional. So you have the mission of God in which he's given to his church. You have missions and then uh, missional. And that touches the idea of our everyday living, right? And, and I like to think of it in terms of our intention. You know, how, how do you you know, put, put your mind in the right headspace in the morning, right? What, what are you going to think about as you go about your day? And it ought to be influenced by God's mission that he's given to his church to carry out. And uh, I found a definition of uh, missional uh, living uh, in uh, Kevin DeYoung and Greg Gilbert's book, What is the Mission of the Church? And maybe in our practical implications, we can flesh some of these out, some of the things that, uh, as you said, Pastor Tony, we're being distracted by secondary, third, you know, tertiary, and even non-church uh, issues, uh, distracting us from carrying out our main mission. But DeYoung and Gilbert say this, uh, missional is the intent to witness to Jesus by proclaiming the gospel and making disciples of all nations. Now, what, difference, what differs between the other two definitions is, is that intent, right? Mm -hmm. It then it touches your your heart and your uh, you know the way that you wake up in the morning, the way that you go about your job, uh, your family life. It's the intention that you carry into those things with you need to ultimately be shaped by God's mission for His church, mm -hmm. which you are a part of. And uh, some biblical warrant here uh, from Second Corinthians chapter five, in <coughs> verse sixteen, uh, after. Uh, coming to faith in Christ, everything has now changed. He says, from now on then, we do not know anyone from a worldly perspective. Even if we've known Christ from a worldly perspective, yet now we no longer know him in this way. Because, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Right? We have been made new. Everything about us is new, and we ought not to look at the world in the same way as before. It says, the old has passed away, see the new has come. Everything is from God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. So now that we are a new creation, we've been redeemed, and we don't know anyone anyway uh, in the same way that, that we did before. Now we ought to know everyone in a different way. And 
and that's because we've been given this ministry of reconciliation. Preach the gospel, and uh, by faith, others being reconciled to God, as we have been. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, the, 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 the gospel changes the way that we see, obviously, the world, but the humanity in the world. Yeah. And so every person is an image bearer. Mm-hmm. And um, that, in our culture now, with different philosophies that are being taught and being pushed that's one of the things that is totally off is how we see one another and what is right. each person's uh problem mm-hmm. uh, is not out there mm-hmm. or what color you are or what race you are it's it's what it it's the sin that's in our hearts right. that, that affects every single human being so well, most of the constructs is they they're all human they're mm-hmm. they're man-made constructs and they're not they're not biblical, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, God doesn't look down and 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 put us in a grid and put you know, us in this box and that box and that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is again uh, we're created in the image of God. Then mm-hmm. that image is marred by sin, mm-hmm. and there are those uh, that have been redeemed, and those that uh, are yet to be redeemed, and, and those again that that will spurn His love and um, and be rejected. Um, so when you look at humanity, you don't see all these categories. Mm-hmm. You see the saved and the lost. You see believers and unbelievers. And um, I, I think that when, according as the church, to the according to the scriptures, right. right. And so that's the lens that I think the church needs to have is that we need to understand it doesn't matter what their uh, social status or their economic status or uh, their uh, the color of their skin or whatever. They're created in the image of God. Sin has wrecked that, and the gospel is the only thing that can rescue them and redeem them. Mm-hmm. And we share the gospel with every person. Yeah. And so um, I think when we get sidetracked on all these other things, it is the gospel that suffers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever other issues they might legitimately have. Right. If we do not give them the gospel, we are withholding Absolutely. them their greatest need. Absolutely. Even if we're able to meet those physical needs, right. yet we are distracted and right. do not get to the gospel. Yeah. I mean, what is this life compared to eternity? Absolutely. Yeah. That's not to say we neglect their physical no, needs. No, Jesus we, didn't. No. I mean, you know, it, it has always amazed me of all the, all the miracles that he performed. The only miracle that's recorded in all four gospels. Gospels is the feeding of the mm-hmm. 5,000, mm-hmm. which they were not going to die that day if they didn't get a meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he looked upon them. He had compassion. He, uh, again, he met a physical need, but the vast majority of those people then would turn and walk away. Mm-hmm. We're following for loaves and fishes. The greater purpose in him coming was not to be a social worker or to be, you know, in compassion ministry. As great as that is, he came to be our sacrifice, our Savior on the cross. And when the church becomes, and again, I, it's, it's not that you neglect the physical need, but you, you meet the physical need to give opportunity yes. to, to minister to the greater need, yes. which is the spiritual need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And in taking hold of God's mission, um, how do you do that as a church member, Pastor Tony? Well, I think first thing you got to recognize is it's 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 a calling for every believer. It's not uh, it's not the elite. It's, it's not. It's a command. It's a command to be followed, mm-hmm. and uh, 
even though every individual may not be called to go to Africa or go to India or, or to be a quote-unquote missionary, we're all called to be engaged in the mission of the church. And, uh, and that might be for a mother to be faithfully teaching and discipling her kids and or a grandmother gathering her kids around her and, and sharing Jesus with them or sharing it with the mailman who comes by. You know, it, it doesn't have to be leaving your home. There are those that God calls to that, but that, and because we're not called to that doesn't mean we get an out. We're to be praying, we're to be giving, we're to be supporting, and we're to be a witness in the context of where we are. That's that missional living. Mm -hmm. So that I see my life being lived out, as Paul did, as an offering. And, uh, you know, when you look at Paul, well, was, Paul a, was Paul an evangelist or was Paul a missionary or was Paul a church planner? Well, yes, he's all of the above. <laughs> and, and so, you know, God, God calls us, every individual who has, who has come to saving faith, God calls them to be engaged in the mission of the church. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so you, again, you have people that physically, you know, I've, I've known little old ladies that were crippled with arthritis, mm -hmm. laying in a bed, prayed every day for missionaries, mm -hmm. or wrote cards of encouragement, mm -hmm. you know, only God knows mm -hmm. the effect of those prayers and those cards and, people who, you know, who can't give much, but they give financially to support someone to go. It takes all of that. And yeah. so the church as a whole has to embrace. And, you know, as the missions pastor here, you're constantly, you know, teaching the church that we're, we're a sending body. We, we're to send and we're to support, we're to pray. Everyone has a part to play. Everybody can be engaged in that. That's right. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're all focused on God's glory making Christ known and making disciples right. who make disciples here and, right. and foreign, right. you know, uh, to, to play. Yeah, th yeah, this, this coming weekend is a great opportunity of that. Mm -hmm. You know, there are going to be people here Sunday who are going to go from car to car and pray with people and talk with people. Uh, there are going to be people that are going to come Saturday and pack boxes and put gospel tracks in there. There are going to be people distribute those, hand those out, speak a word of you know, love and grace to someone as they drive through. And these are people that are not serving in Africa. These are people that are not able to, and hasn't been called by God, to, to leave everything and to go to a foreign soil. But they are called to be a witness here in this community. And the church has been planted here. You know, I often say that the, the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. It's not that we get so engaged in foreign missions that we neglect our own community. Yeah. That would be, and that's another thing. You know, how it's it's foolishness to think that we can send people to go on the other side of the planet to share the gospel if they're not sharing the gospel here at home. We're making disciples. We're making disciples here. At yeah, home. we're we're foolish to think they're going to do it there. Right. If they're not, if they're not doing it here. Yeah. They're not going to do it there. Yeah. Well, there's different ways to engage. Uh, the church in missions. I, I just put down seven quick things that I, I was thinking through is number one, uh, pray as a church, mm -hmm. um, be in prayer for the lost, be in prayer for the nations, uh, which in the people groups of the nations that have so many lost folks, not just here in the U S but across the world. And so 
to be a to, to be a people who are, are lifting up uh, mm -hmm. the nations. And secondly, it is, is to share you know updates um, and pray for the missionaries, Lord willing, that have been sent out um, from your church. Uh, and you know here at Broadway, we're blessed to have sent out many missionaries, and uh, and Lord willing, raising up more. We just sent. Uh, one young lady to the mission field, and 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 that's going to look different in different contexts. Some are church planners, some are support missionaries, some are school teachers, different contexts. They're so, all engaged in the mission. But they're all engaged in the mission. That's right. And so, um, that's one way to engage um, those missionaries when they come home. Give them opportunities to share before the church, uh, so that the church hears, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on, what God is doing in these other contexts. Um, before the church, um, preach about missions. Uh, each, uh, I, I love that, you know, uh, I know most of our sermons, you know, it is, it is missional. Like this is, this is how we live in light of what God has said, um, here and now in our context, but you know, how do we, how do we equip other people right. with this? Um, so being preaching about uh, missions, uh, the, the purpose of the church, um, be strategic about short-term mission trips. In the past five or ten years, short-term mission trips have been hammered a lot. Yeah. I've read everything from you don't need to do them, they're unbiblical. Um, well, I think we need to be strategic about them. Mm -hmm. there, there have been, there have been, and not just the past ten years, but many years, short-term mission trips really just to make you feel good yeah. about going and and serving in a different context, um, and then you get to go and sightsee and do all these different things. When what I mean by being strategic is, you know, it's a glorified it, vacation for some. It's people. nothing more than a vacation, yeah. you know, in a different country. It's really cool. Yeah, it's more pointless. You yeah. go and you paint a fence that was just painted the week before by, by a different church. church. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but but partnering with the local church in a foreign country that is seeking to uh, make disciples right. in that context right. uh, or a missionary that is seeking to plant a church. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important for each local church to be uh, sending out missionaries. Now I know, you know, we're, we're a Southern Baptist church. And so we, we, you know, we're, we're, uh, we, ha we support the, the international mission board. Um, and it is good it is it is an awesome thing. But one of the disconnects has been, I know for me growing up in a Southern Baptist church as well, and I think you guys too, we, you know, we gave the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, you know, we gave, uh, to, to the SBC and then, you know, the money got, it gets funneled into the international mission board, but you don't really know a missionary. I mean, growing up, I didn't know a missionary at our church. We didn't have someone that we sent out. And so, well, fortunately, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's one of the, I think that's one of the things that we are rediscovering. Yeah is that it is not the mission board's job to send out missionaries. Yes. It's the local church. It's the it's local, local church. church. It's the local church to be equipped yeah, in those missionaries. That's exactly And right. obviously the local church can only equip as much as they are equipped to equip, if that makes sense. So, And that, that falls then on the, the, the elders to, to have right. some good, theolo you know, good theology and good theological training so they can, you know, you can only give someone what you have. And, um, but you know, to prepare them to go. And so, you know, we're blessed we have IMB missionaries out of out of, uh, out of of Broadway here, and that's such a blessing. I'm not making fun of the IMB. I love the IMB. But we need to be engaged in that and how, and that's what you said, that IMB, I think, is rethinking, okay, how do we connect 
um, you know, the, the, the IMB missionaries with churches that are supporting them, you know, but not fully. I mean, they're not, right. I think that's the goal too of mm-hmm. each church. Uh, that's one of my, uh, um, my last, my last one, but I'll get there in a minute. But uh, so rethink, be strategic about how we do short-term mission trips, partner with the local church, the missionaries there. Um, if you, if you don't have a missionary out of your church, seek to make sure it's a good biblical church that you're partnering with and you're not just, you know, going on a vacation. Um, number six, in, encourage uh, mission internships uh, for those that are interested in um, going into foreign mission fields just to, to learn, um, to see, to experience firsthand on the field um, and, uh, and, and have some training there, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that comes. And then lastly, is seek to fully support and send missionaries from your church. Um, the, the way to engage, that is, the, I think that's the, the most biblical. Well, that's hard as well, you know. That's, that takes sacrifice from the body to live missionally, to mm-hmm. live sacrificially. Yeah. Well, um, and, uh, well you, know, you think about in, uh, in Acts 13, the church at Antioch, mm-hmm. the Spirit said separate Paul and Barnabas. Yeah. Now, these wasn't people on the fringe. Yeah. These were the probably the greatest Bible teachers they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had to be a sacrifice for yeah. the church at Antioch sure. to lay hands on them and to send them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so we've seen it over and over again. The people that God calls out uh, to the mission field are people who are, are the cream here. of the crop. Yeah, they're, 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 they're faithfully serving here. That's right. And, but we've also seen that every time God does that, he provides for the local church and somebody else steps up, mm-hmm. someone else moves into that spot, right. yeah. you know, and we're stronger. I think when, when we begin to think about the church, not as how many um, people are seated in the sanctuary, but how many people are actually engaged in the mission. That are active. That are actively that's serving. Right. That, that's the yeah. measure of the church. Not how many people you can that's put right. in the building. Yeah. But how many people are out there engaged in the mission of the church? That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and when, you know, when a, uh, when a people, when we as, as the church is not focused on ourselves, but on a person, then... Uh, then we see this lived out. You know, we see this this practically lived out in the church. And so, um, you know, that that those, those are seven things that they engage. I mean, there's obviously so many other ways we can engage the church in missions, um, but and not just foreign, but here, as you said, you know, we're going to give away food boxes and be able to to minister to people, um, go into the same gas station. Uh, to get gas and same attendant, which it's hard now. You don't even have to go inside and just, you know, most of the time people just throw in the card there at the pump. But to be intentional, to be strategic about um, sharing the gospel with, you know, where you go to get your haircut. Uh, if, you know, maybe, I don't know, you guys, are you all still getting haircut? You may do your own hair. I do my own hair. Okay. Um, but going to the same barber, going to the same hairstylist, you know, if you're a lady, I mean, Building relationships so you can share the gospel mm-hmm. with them. Going to the same gas station, restaurants, different things. Being mission minded in what you're doing in yeah. all that you do. Uh, I know that that is uh, that is something that I that I, I try to do. 
Um, yeah, because the, com- the, the Great Commission is as you're going. As you're going. That's exactly yeah, right. It's not make an appointment and go. It as is, you go. As it should be yeah. organic yeah. Yeah. and natural and the lifestyle. And sure. as you're going, yeah. you're making disciples. Yeah, not call off work for yeah. a week. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, then, and then unplug and not do it again until yep. the next mission yep. trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you what it does as you engage, as the church engages in the mission. So keeping the mission before the church often and we do. One of the things I love we do is, is we get to share updates about the missionaries and what's going on in their life. Now, we're in a crazy time now where most of our missionaries are at home. Right. You know, they're on furlough because of, uh, because of COVID. And, yeah, but uh, how neat. Also, when you say that, they're on furlough, mm-hmm. but where will they be Saturday? They'll, they'll be here with their whole family. Serve. Serving, yeah. packing boxes. Tonight right. they're going to be in our children's yeah, ministry. Yeah, so they're engaged right. in <laughs> the mission of the church yep. here while they're on furlough from their overseas assignment. Absolutely. But they don't unplug from Christianity yeah. or, or their ministry. Yeah. It's not a ministry over there. That's it's who right. they are. Yeah. And, and that's what you like to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's accountability as well. You know, when you go back to uh, growing up in a church that didn't even know a missionary mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and an IMB missionary who doesn't have a church uh, home that, that they are plugged into and engaged in, well, it'd be easy to come in on furlough and mm-hmm. just float around for a year. Right. And there's no accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but our missionaries... I think they want to engage and praise the Lord. Yeah, but do. but if they didn't, we'd be calling them up and say, hey. Who are you doing? What are you doing? That's right. <laughs> that's right. What are you doing? Yeah. Where have you been? Yeah. 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 We, that, we know you're home, but you haven't been to church. Yeah, and that's another thing, I mean, to, to, speak <laughs> up, to speak up for the missionaries, too, is, you know, just the structure of different mission organizations. You know, the IMB, those missionaries are... are fully supported, yet they, they still have responsibilities to go speak at different churches mm-hmm. because they're supported right. by so many mm-hmm. uh, outside of their sending church. But then different mission organizations, unfortunately, many of those missionaries, say with Ethnos 360 or Pioneers, Frontiers, they're having to raise their own support. Yeah. And normally it's not from one church. It's from 10 yeah, or 15 right. all yeah. across the U.S. Right. <laughs> so they come home. And then they're traveling all over the place. Right. And I know they got to be tired because they got their families. They're driving all over the place. And, you know, it's exciting. And I know, you know, I've never heard anyone, any of our missionaries complain about that. But I'm just saying I know it's got to be hard to, uh, to, go and raise, to go and raise support when, you know, you've been busting it in the, in the bush and the mm-hmm. heat of, you know, Papua Indonesia. And, and you got to come home and, and go. And, but... You know, that's part of it as well for right now. But I think the the model is, you know, each church to do that. But mm-hmm. uh, it requires us to live missionally. Yeah, and how, how how do we do that? Yeah, I think the the main thing is we got to make sure we have the right thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, depending on when you come to faith in Christ, before then, you've been living according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. You've been looking at your friends and your family according to the flesh. And it takes work after you have a new heart mm-hmm. to, you know, cut a new rut, you know, you, you've got to you know, rethink your relationships, the, mm-hmm. the people at work. Um, and, uh, and, and sometimes it's easy to fall back into the old way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to live missionally, you got to first renew your mind. Um, spend time in the word, um, but in prayer and uh, ask the Lord to reveal someone to you in your circle right. 
uh, as you go, uh, who is lost, who needs the gospel, and then begin preparing for those times when you're going to be with them. Uh, In your devotion time, have a planned devotion time with some goals. Keep your eye out for those things that can build your faith and uh, your knowledge with the Lord so that you can share uh, the knowledge of the Lord better. Uh, Whenever you go to work and maybe you chickened out, come home on your drive home, turn the radio off, just pray, Lord, uh, I know I wasn't as faithful as I would like to be. Don't Mm -hmm. let me get discouraged. Just help me do better tomorrow. And uh, with that, you're just just continuing to renew your mind, thinking according to the Spirit, according to the mission of God, and uh, be gracious with yourself. Uh, the Lord is gracious with you, and uh, He will use you mightily as long as you set your heart uh, to do His will. His will will be done. Well, you're, you're touching on something really important because you'll never be a. You said it earlier. We'll never be uh, making disciples there if we're not making disciples sure. here. Yeah. But you'll never be passionate about God here if you're not passionate about God here. That's right. You know, spending time with the Lord, abiding in Christ. Uh, we're going through a little For book. people who are listening, you're motioning to your heart. Yeah, so motioning to my right. heart. Yeah. And my mind. And my heart. Here. Um, yeah, right here. Where is here? Where are you? It's all in your head and heart. Why, why uh, would you, though, share about the Lord if you didn't yourself love him and, and yeah. were enamored with him? Right? Yeah. And the 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 old uh, Puritan writer John Owen, uh, communion with God, a great mm. little book. Um, he's when you spend much time with the Lord, you won't be able There's to. A help. lot of great John theologians. Ah, John, John, John Bunyan, yeah, Calvin, yeah, John Owen, mm. John the Baptist, John Piper, John, John the Baptist, John, John Tomberlin. Tomberlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't lump myself in that category, but. Uh, they had a passion for the Lord. That is a mm. fact. And they spent much time with him, um, not being distracted by the things of the world, mm-hmm. uh, meditating on the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And so that's that what you said, the first thing, is, that's the main thing is, is God's glory and your worship of him. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll be living an outflow of that, but it, it starts with your, your intentional time yeah. with the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And I would agree. Well, are we to that moment? Yep, we're there for the uh, the historic example of, uh, of 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 one who was missional. That's right, and uh, maybe some of our listeners won't believe that this is a real name. <laughs> they may not. The, the brother that I have for us to close out season one is Count Nicholas Ludwig von Zinzendorf. Outstanding. Yeah. He's on Sesame Street. I had thought about naming <laughs> the, count. the Count. The Count. Actually, yeah. but we, we the Count. Tori wouldn't I love let me do count. it. Which one? Uh, that one. <laughs> Zinzendorf. Yeah, right. Zinzendorf. Yeah. That's a, yeah. a great. The yeah, Count. Think, I, old County. Good luck monogramming that. that on a shirt, right? <laughs> yeah. I need two shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was born in 1700, died in 1760. Uh, he was a nobleman in Saxony, and uh, he is known as a leader in the Moravian Church, mm. which came out of modern-day Czechoslovakia. Mm. Uh, followers of John Hus, mm. he was burned at the stake, uh, early forerunner of the Reformation. His followers were then persecuted by the Catholic Church. They had to seek refuge all throughout Europe, and God... Uh, nevertheless blessed the uh, Moravian church. By 1457, they were uh, an official church, but 
by the 1700s, they uh, were so persecuted that it was hard for them to even stay in their homeland. So um, Zinzendorf, he was sympathetic to the Moravian church, but he was also a brother who was very passionate uh, for the gospel and for evangelism. And so he was happy to take in some refugees from the Moravian church, partner with them, uh, found a, um, a, a community, Hernhut, which is um, called the Lord's Protection. It's translated the Lord's Protection. And there they experienced great peace and, and growth. And uh, he was going to uh, uh, actually even lead this church to continue their their pursuits and to grow as a community. And uh, today, the Moravian Church, they're going to credit him uh, with instilling in the uh, the small wounded Moravian church a desire for missions. Mm. And so as they were growing and they had protection there in Hernhut um, and uh, the gospel was spreading in their community and, and families, uh, they, by, let's see, I wrote the uh, date here, by 1732, uh, the church was already sending missionaries out to the West Indies. Mm. So very, very quickly after taking refuge and getting some counsel by the count, uh, they were sending missionaries. Mm. I have a, a quote by him uh, concerning the missionary, and uh, there's a, a derived quote uh, that, that we all know, but here, here's the real thing. It says, remember, you must never use your position to lord it over the heathen. And in that day, the heathen was the person who doesn't know the Lord. Mm. Instead, you must humble yourself and earn their respect through your own quiet faith and the power of the Holy Spirit. The missionary must seek nothing for himself, no seat of honor or hope or fame. Like the cab horse in London, each of you must wear blinkers that blind you to every danger and to every snare and conceit. You must be content to suffer, to die, and to be forgotten. <laughs> and I love what he is saying there. You must put blinders up, focus on the mission at hand, not be led astray by whether it be dangers, mm. uh, but also uh, by the things that are, are worldly distractions. Yeah, worldly distractions, which would benefit us uh, positionally or physically. Mm. We need to make sure we're not being distracted by the world's pursuits and be content. And this is the derived uh, quote here to preach the gospel, to die, and to be forgotten. Yeah, it's not about him. And it's not about us. <laughs> but and if we really God. do take hold of God's mission, hmm. we will be content to spend our whole life not trying to build a legacy or a name for ourselves that will carry through. No, we're trying to make God's name great here on the earth. And so may Absolutely. we ever preach the gospel, die, and be forgotten. I think it was a ship full of Moravians that was coming over at the Wesley's. That led the Wesley brothers to faith. Yep. 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 So. Well, you know, uh, it, it's as you think about that. It, it's my first mission It is trip. the. Well, sure. It is a healthy. It, you don't have to teach churches to be missional if they are genuine and they are healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, we we hear testimonies of uh, in Papua New Guinea, where this village once they learn to to read, and they work through the gospel, and they come to faith in Christ. You don't have to have a lesson now on sharing, sharing that. that. They immediately want to they know, know how, how can I that, get that to that other village? Because right. they're going to die without that. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and so mm-hmm. it's just the natural response mm-hmm. to a genuine born-again congregation. Yeah. 
if they're not focused on there's people dying without Christ, right? Yeah. Then we got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, because the gospel reveals to right. us that if we die without Him, it's an Forever eternal wrath. death, right? Forever. Right. And um, that is that's exactly right. So, uh, the the first mission trip I went on, uh, we were we were scheduled to stay in a Moravian church. Hmm. Uh, it was it was. Uh, it was pretty rough. We, we saw it, but uh, uh, some Methodist missionaries opened up their home, and we ended up staying there. But um, mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting, just thinking about that when, mm-hmm. you, when you said that. It was, uh, you know, their influence, uh, the influence of, of the count, mm-hmm. you know, has yeah. reached uh, far and wide. That's so. right. Well, I think that brings us to... Uh, just the, the end close. of this left, the close. This is the end of season one. Season one, ten episodes. Ten, ten episodes, episodes of season one. On, uh, the reruns church. will start when? Yeah, they start showing the reruns. Start here after next yeah. week, maybe. Uh, but if it goes to syndication, I guess we get royalties. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> I, don't know that that I, gotta, I yeah. kind of doubt that I myself. I doubt that. Looks like Grant doubts yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, it's like, uh, the, yeah. yeah. We have an app now. We do have an app. Did yeah. you have, tell us about the app? We yeah, have our app that. is fantastic. It's, yeah. uh, Still you know, uploading some stuff. We are. Now. We're getting all of our content there, but the infrastructure is all in place. Uh, but on the App Store and on Google, you can find uh, Broadway Baptist Church Maryville, our app. And on there, you will find it's free, access. Right? It's free. It's free. You'll find access free. to this podcast. Our culture loves free. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you'll find access to this podcast, some of our discipleship training materials, um, and also, uh, it's the, free, but it's not cheap. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Is it does? does it, well, how's, it, how's that make what? sense? What the blood of Jesus is? Oh, you're salvation talking friend. about salvation. <laughs> yeah. no, you're talking about the it's app. free, but it's not cheap. Like, he changed. <laughs> I got you. He does yeah. yeah, but but yes, the app's a easy way for us to stay in touch with each yeah. other too. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, I hope uh, so. I after hope the holidays, encouraged, huh? After the, yeah, after the holidays, we're first of New Year. Two. We'll, uh, we'll be jumping in uh, season season two, and will it be a new cast or the maybe a new <laughs> cast? Maybe new, new cast. We new don't characters. know what the New Year brings. That's for yeah. sure. We may have we may have uh, I like bring it when on those some shows go to a new season and they got yeah. a whole new cast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes it's an upgrade. But Grant will probably sometimes remain it's the not. Same. <laughs> yeah, Grant will remain the same. It'll be yeah. constant through it all. It depends if we can find any other like short a, brothers. A lot like that's an right. anchor at the bottom of the ocean. Vertically challenged brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I saw a few. It, we could bring in. <laughs> we could bring some in. They're there. Yeah, they're yeah. there. Well, I know we were brought in one guest uh, through this ep- through this uh, yeah. season. Our brother Dudley he did an outstanding job. He would yeah. definitely be welcome back. Um, yeah. He had a uh, he had a good time. Uh, we had a good time with him and godly brother mm-hmm. so hope it's been an encouragement to you and uh, until we uh till we back with you happy that, hanukkah <laughs> shalom pray, pray you have a great thanksgiving and christmas merry and, christmas uh, happy new year yeah. all that good stuff yeah. we'll talk to you soon <laughs>